for tuning in to Overcomers Church podcast today. We hope these messages encourage, build, and strengthen your walk in the Lord. Enjoy the message. Today, I have five points, if you're writing it down, five points focused on prayer. Five elements of prayer that will help you to war and to have victory. Some people war, but they don't have victory. But I am here to talk to you about if you war, you will have victory with the right elements. And the way to war is through prayer. And guess what? If you don't show up with prayer, in prayer, you're going to lose it. This is good stuff. If you show up in prayer, you will have victory. Five elements. Number one, pursuit. Pursuit. Luke chapter 11, all of my five points are connected with the Lord's Prayer. Okay, that we are going to look at. The Lord's Prayer, Luke chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. Thank you. Verses 1 says, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him. So the disciples looked at Jesus and saw something. That he won the victory because the secret of prayer. So they go and ask Jesus, hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Just as John taught his disciples. Verse number two. He said to them, when you pray, everybody say when you pray. Okay. Father, everybody say father. That's all. Father. When I was growing up, I can still remember a conversation with my dad. His name was Michael Jana Prakasam. Anthony Selvaratnam Jana Prakasam. Michael Anthony Selvaratnam Jana Prakasam. For a while, I don't think I have said that whole name. My dad has gone to be with the Lord for 25 years ago. But I can't ever imagine or remember rather, bring to memory a conversation that we sat down and had. So when I received salvation, when I started walking with the Lord, I thought the Father that we worship, that we speak to, was also distant. My father was either drunk, not at home, or no conversation. He wakes up every day at 4 o'clock in the morning. He's a man with all you know, time, and he wants to work with time. By 6.30, he's out of the door. We see him at about 8.30 late, late night, then he's drunk. That was the whole story for 13 years that I actually knew him. I don't disrespect him, but that is all he knew. He lost his mother when he was 13. He lost his father when he was 17. He was uh, put into a seminary because he did not have any relatives. So he had a re distant relationship with his father. He was abandoned. So he did not know how to connect with us. And then as a result, we did not actually understand how, what is this about the father when you say father? I didn't understand really what this father deal was. But it has taken me time and the relationship that I had to build with the Lord, with the Father, has been a journey. It's a tough journey because you had to un unlearn everything that you learn through experience so that you can connect with the Father. Pursuit, everybody say pursuit. We got to pursue to take time. Now my daughter takes time. And now she's, um, when I'm leaving to work, Monday to Thursday, about 8, 8.30, we, I leave home. When I'm leaving home, I say to her, you know, I'm going. The first thing she says is gives a hug and says, come early. Come early. Come early. Okay. 
I can't recall any time that I told my dad, come early. Then, when I come home, they hug me, they talk to me, they want time, they want me to keep my phone away, focus, keep talking to them, then I'm able to talk, you know, and ask, how was your school? What good happened at school? What was bad? What did you like? I, you know, I didn't like this or whatever. They say, you know, something. Huh? Uh, maths, yes. <laughs> she makes sure that I know. <laughs> Even right now, she makes sure that I know what she doesn't like. You know, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Our father is waiting for us to be like that. Even when I'm preaching right now, she's not afraid to shout out and say what she doesn't like. In other setting, don't talk. But she knows she's loved. She knows the openness that she has. You need to know as a, as a son and a daughter of God. You need to know you have access to the Father of Heaven, Maker of everything. And He has given you bold access. Access that is unlimited. Anytime you can appear. And He hates when you disappear. Dinesh Mitchell. <laughs> Anytime you can appear. He hates when you disappear. Prayer. Starts with pursuit. It starts with you saying, Father, I want to be with the Father. I want to know. I want to tell my story to the Father. I want to share my feelings with my Father. Starts with pursuit. That's why when Jesus started off itself, he said, start off like this. Not like Lord, Master, Maker, but Father. Somebody say Father. Are you getting something out of this? Number two. Number two. Second element you got to have is praise. Praise is an element that is there connected with prayer. You will see Matthew chapter 6 verses number 9 says, Our Father in heaven, what does it say? Everybody together, one, two, three. Say together, one, two, three. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. It starts with praise. It starts with praise. I'll tell you a story. About 13 years ago, we had an amazing encounter. The encounter is called the bull encounter. Sorry, buffalo encounter. Pastor Julian is... Uh, Changing the script right here for a moment so that we are accurate. Buffalo encounter. At about 120 kilometers per hour, we saw a buffalo that was in our way and we met with a holy encounter. He died, we barely survived. <laughs> the vehicle did not survive. <laughs> okay. So Pastor Julian bears in, in him the marks. 32 stitches. And a rod of iron. He's a truly a man of iron. Okay. So we are, he's not only we are friends, we are buddies, we serve as pastors together. 
but we have much more to tell here the story but here we see the buffalo died right there man and for one whole month i could not sleep i was having nightmares one whole month few times i told then i could not tell anybody because i can't sleep i can't sleep the reason is every time i close my eyes i remember the last few seconds of our encounter you recall like we talk about holy encounter this was our encounter so i was driving and the buffalo turned and looked our eyes locked today we celebrate 12 years of wedded life that's a that's a whole different story we are talking about a buffalo here uh, okay and he looked and it now i can laugh but at that moment my heart just kind of jumped because i saw the eyes we locked and i couldn't do nothing we just and each time i close my eyes i could not sleep i had like insomnia for all about almost a close a month every time i would wake up to see that last picture and the encounter that i had and during that time i remember one day because we were having youth service on saturday and it was only that can you just i i don't know whether you can imagine even the church was only that size only that size that's all yeah that's all 13 years ago that's all man what what amazing can you give a round of applause to the lord for what he has done <laughs> hallelujah better round of applause for what he has done wow i can't even imagine that that square right there i mean terrell has been there for those services encounters crazy times ah yes mishka and zoe <laughs> i can't even remember i don't think zoe remembers even kyle yes buddy you've been there so i remember one day during worship for for a whole month i couldn't even worship i can't pray because it has taken me to depression i was in depression depression is a real thing but i'll tell you this that you can overcome depression can i tell you this can i tell you the truth that you can break out of depression i was depressed so i know when some people say depressed i know depression i'll tell you i know depression i've been depressed sleepless right there i was thinking about quitting ministry when right there one incident can change your life you know what i'm talking about one incident can change your life or you can use that one incident to change your life for the better right there and somebody said i can't even remember who said said let's praise god let's praise god and i had not some graces for almost a month i have not been really singing or worshiping and i suddenly lifted up my voice and i said yeah jesus and that moment that depression and insomnia broke off my life that very night i was able to sleep thank you for your enthusiasm thank you for your enthusiasm that very night so what i'm trying to tell you ladies and gentlemen the time that you see and feel like the most difficult time that is the time to praise okay i'll show you why second chronicles 20 verses 15 second chronicles uh 20 verses 15 says this 
Listen, King Jehoshaphat, all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. How many of you have said that verse without even knowing? Battle is the Lord's. How many has at least heard it once in your whole lifetime? Raise your hand, please. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Battle, if you have not heard it, now you heard it. Battle is, people say, battle is the Lord's. But many people don't even say it's not yours. The battle is the Lord's, no pastor. Battle is the Lord's. They didn't say it is not yours. Because you forget one thing, that if you engage, you are prone to lose. But if you let the Lord engage, victory is assured. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, verse number 17. Really quick, I want you to, there is a battle. See, this guy was ba battling, there is discouragement. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. Oh, Judah, Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Everybody say, do not be afraid. Everybody say it loud. Do not be afraid. Everybody say, don't be discouraged. Go and face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Verse number uh, 21. Can we go 21? Yep. 21 says, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to what? Men to? Sing to the Lord and to of the father of his. Wow, look at what he did. This was war. This was war is like what? Real war. This is not like war in the mind. Win the war. This is not war in the mind. It was real war. Real spears, real arrows, real swords. And then. When the Lord spoke to him, he says, send the singers. <laughs> How many worship leaders will say, okay, I'll go, Pastor. Don't worry, I'll go. <laughs> Bevan is not even here. He has already left the war. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's already left the play. How many worship leaders will say, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll sing first. I'll sing in front. <laughs> See, I want you to understand this. It is not about your voice. It is about your praise. Tell your neighbor, it is not about your voice, it is about your praise. Okay, that's why we don't come on a Sunday just to sing like some hymns, some songs and just go. No, we come to praise Him. And you got to live in the place of praise every day because praise is a part of prayer. And when you learn to praise, you have victory. And then you will see, no time to read, but when you read on, you will see all the other armies fight, fought against each other. They were just singing. Such a atal. Now this is what you call, never give not bang tune. These guys, they invented it. Never give not bang tune. Yeah, they came from there. King Jehoshaphat, they were singing. Full tune. Singing away. And they saw that all the armies, you know, if you learn to praise him, many of the battles that you carry, you will have victory. You will have victory. Number three, number three, learn to praise. That's why learn to open up your mouth, learn to sing, learn to praise him, learn to say thank you Jesus, praise you Lord, praise you Father. Open up your mouth because when you open, the devil flees. When you shut your mouth, he takes over. But you know you are an overcomer. How many overcomers in this house say I? Okay, number three, petition, petition. Pursuit, the Father, praise, petition, 
verses 6, chapter 6, verses 10 to 12 says, Give us today our daily bread and give, forgive us our debtors as we forgive our debtors. Forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. God wants to know the things you need, not what you want. If we say what we want, of course, um, the latest... 65, no, 75, you had to go 75. So if we, if, we, if, we, if we talk about what we want, 75 inch screen, uh, seven bedroom house with the taps made out 22 karat gold, the imaginations you have, hallelujah, man. Ah, yeah, there are, I'll tell you, there are people who have these things here in Sri Lanka. I'm not kidding you. There are people who have these things in Sri Lanka, not in Timbuktu or America. In Sri Lanka. These are the crazy things. But God is saying this. Verse number 10. It starts like this. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then give us today. What it means to us is this. If you ask according to his will. Your needs will be met. Two things he cares about. Your needs and your relationships. <laughs> Good ones. That's why he says, always walk in forgiveness. Why? He knows even the closest fellow to you will hurt you, will torment you, and then you will torment them also. Sometimes you'll feel like, oh no, I, I am a Sudana. So, no, you can't say it. I am fair. <laughs> I say, no, no, I am good. That is the person. No, he's saying, forgive us also. What it means is you will make mistakes and others will make mistakes. Forgive others. Forgive yourself also. Good relationships and the needs you have. Sometimes, Kayla knows this. Sometimes, she gets a bit, you know, she was like, oh, I don't know what she's going to say now. Sometimes, I get grumpy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, uh, sometimes, I, I, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Specifically, I have to say sometimes. When you say sometimes, when you get when you get a bit grumpy, then, then one of the things he says, did you pray about it? So they're like, yeah, yeah I, I prayed. Like, you prayed, like in your mind, you prayed. You know, you, so you say, you know, you kind of, I just say, yes, yes, I prayed, I prayed. But you're complaining. Every place that you complain and grumble about, you know what? That is the places that you are not taken to the Lord. You are carrying a burden that you should not be carrying. And when you are grumpy, definitely we know that you are carrying something that you are not. And the sign is saying you have not been praying. <laughs> sign is saying you have not been praying. If you take it to the Father, the burdens that you are carrying, the needs that you are having, that there is needs. How many of you say yes? There are needs. Daily needs. You have to take care of your family. You have to take care of things. There are daily needs. But if you take the daily needs to the Lord and your relationship struggles to the Lord, petition Him. He will cause you to have breakthrough. He cares about it. He wants you to win the war in that area also. Not only just spiritual warfare in other things, but He wants you to have victory in that as well. Somebody say yes. Okay, and I, I'll be talking like, oh man, this person, that person, then he, then he, did you pray about it? Did you pray about it? Uh, she knows. 
I am becoming all grumpy because I have not prayed. If you take it to the Father, He will take care of it. Is this good? Okay. Uh, petition, 1 John 5, 40. I, I don't think that scripture is there, so I'm not going to read it. Number four, protection. Are you getting something out of this today? Are you getting out of something out of this? When you pray, these are the elements to have. You go like your son is approaching the father, daughter is approaching the father. Second thing is you praise, you start off by thanking God for the things that he has already done. Third thing is you petition, you bring your needs. And then you bring, uh, you know, the struggles that you're having, relationship struggles and other things. Number four, protection. Matthew 6, 13 says this. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us. Everybody say deliver us from the evil one. Everybody say evil one. Okay. How many know that there is only one lion? There's only one lion. But then there's a scripture, 1 Peter 5. Can we look at it? 1 Peter 5, 8. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around what? What, what? Say it again, say it again. Everybody say like. Like a ro roaring lion. You know, English teachers say it's a simile. Simile. I learned that only for this preaching. Praise God. Only for this preaching. My mother is proud of me. She's going to put a heart and a like. <laughs> okay. Uh, a simile. What, a, what does a simile mean? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's making it similar. It's similar, but it's not the same. It's not the original. There is only one lion of the tribe of Judah. The enemy can be like a roaring lion. Guess what? God is omnipresent, which means he's there everywhere at the same time. Guess what he's doing? He's only walking around. He says the lion, the, uh, he's like a roaring lion looking somewhere. The, another version says he's, he's, he's walking around. He's walking. He's walking. He's only taking a walk. But he can get to you like the real lion. Don't let the fake lion look like. You know, they ask no always, may Nike original day. They ask, is it original? Original vagetamai. Or they say, this is A grade, still a fake. But a nice way of saying, this is a good fake. A grade. How many of you heard this? A grade. Huh? Guess what? Don't have A grade or what grade? There is only one lion. Everybody say lion. And that lion of the tribe of Judah is the one who has defeated the enemy and he will keep defeating the enemy. Hallelujah. Somebody give a shout of praise. Say yeah. Come on. Say yeah. Okay. One day God in prayer, I was about to invest some money on something and uh, we were praying about it. But more than praying, I was trying to convince Kayla that this is a good investment, that we should make the investment. She said, no, I don't feel like this is, no, this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea. She felt like, continue to feel like this is not a good idea. Uh, so because we have made an agreement, if you don't agree, we are not going to go ahead with anything. So because we didn't agree, even though I, I was upset, I didn't do it. But after a few years, or one year, or one and a half years, I got to know that if I had made that investment, I would have lost all the money. I was protected because I spoke to the real lion and the real lion's daughter. 
rebut that toss in there. <laughs> Lioness cub. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, what I'm trying to, do you understand what I'm trying to say? He's protected. You know, in uh, Second Kings, because the time is running out, Second Kings chapter 6, verses 8 to 12, you can write it down, read that story. Elisha was a prophet and there were kings, king of Judah, was always consulting the prophet. And because he was consulting the prophet, Elisha was telling what this king of Syria was talking in his bedroom. King of Syria brought these guys together and said, who's the traitor? They said, no, no, there is no traitor among us. I'll tell you what, there is no traitor. But there is a prophet who sees, who knows everything. I set up my camps. Okay, okay. But I'm trying to tell you is this. God can show you things that you can't even think of and protect you if you're always talking to Him. If you're always only thinking about yourself and your ideas, your thoughts, and you want to go with that, God can't protect you. You only see your now, but He has seen your future. He has seen everything. So when He tells you, don't do this, when He tells you, do this, He's protecting you from something that is about to happen. Because he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Is this good? Finally, proclamation. Proclamation. Matthew 6.13. Proclamation. The last part says, Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Every time... Uh, Proverbs 6 2. Protection. Okay, Proverbs 6 2. Thank you. If you have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your mouth, you know sometimes you are ensnared. Your life is ensnared by the words you say. Words you say. So God can't even reverse the prayers because the things that you have said over your life is more controlling than the things you try to pray. Because you have been speaking for two hours, negative things over your life, over your future, over your family, and then you take two minutes to say, thank you, Jesus. Use your words to break the trap over your life, over your family, over your finances, over your sight. Somebody come and said, I'm depressed. I said, no, you're not depressed. Maybe you have symptoms of it, but if you keep saying, I am, I am, you have already identified who you are. That is not who Jesus says who you are. You might have symptoms, but he can break you out of that. Bring you to freedom. Bring you to victory. Because he is a lion of Judah. Hallelujah.